realize we are now live. I was going to gone through puberty. I apologize. Fuck you. We have a full house tonight. All of the boys are here. We have our lovely cricketer Jordan, our lovely film extraordinaire who somehow managed to win a film quiz last time we did a quiz. Yay, Jay. And Stefan, who is the master of tonight's episode, because he has a shit ton of tabs open with topics. If I Rewind. remember rightly, it was something like 90 or some shit. Rewind, did you just say that, like, you was you called me a film extraordinaire, and yet you were surprised that I won the film quiz? Well, it was meant to be sarcasm. It's like, you, you work in the film industry, yay, you won the film quiz. As if, like, Yay. yes, of course you're gonna fucking win the film quiz. You work in the fucking industry. That's like me winning the sports quiz. Exactly. <laughs> it's like work me winning the murder quiz. For a water that is a sport. You don't work in the murder industry, you're just victims. Right. Like, I mean, three of my victims are all the hours. If your phone were around the... and um, and that's classed as a sport, does that mean having a rank is classed as a sport? I am curious as to what that is, Stefan, because I know you've just noticed it it's like the only thing I'm not wearing to white. I'm wondering what it it's is. It's like boxes, but for <laughs> um... some reason it looks it's not even red. It looks pink on my screen, but it's black. It no I'll man, go... it looks skin tone, and then like it goes red towards the tip. It legitimately <laughs> looks like a fucking rabbit or something. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> so, a, thank you for joining us. Thing. Thank you for joining us. Where Stefan has a massive fuck off dildo in the background. <laughs> it does look like it. it's an exercise thing. That's the handle. I don't know. I was trying to work out what it was. Okay, so I moved because I have an internet connection there, but apparently the background's unfortunate. <laughs> Your green screen has its moments, and it's always a I'm fantastic sorry, which one? Um, I can't tell which one's Stefan because they're both giant dicks. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been gone so long. Like, this, is, this is payback for that time I was driving back <coughs> to Scotland and I couldn't defend myself quick enough. <laughs> oh no, we're going to we're no, gonna completely just shit on you because now you're back as well. Yeah, you're not safe just we because you're here. Everything. Me. Right. I think only one that hasn't bullied me life. enough for um, next season was Jordan. Oh, Don't Jordan you suck up the Jordan. You. Just wait, I just don't bully people. Around again. Jordan is usual bullying where we bully you and then Jordan every once in a while just slips in a snide remark in the middle. So it sort of goes unnoticed. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan doesn't do any Jordan doesn't bully anyone but once every like week or something he'll just say one comment and it's absolutely just savage yeah it'll be a devastating comment just out the blue and that'll be him done <laughs> yeah. for the week he's a specialist sniper he chooses his moment, takes his shot and it's always an instant fucking kill <laughs> right, uh, I'll, right we're, we're three minutes in can I say something yeah no Right, Stefan said. Right, so our first topic this week uh, is. <laughs> right, go on. No, sorry, go on, Jay. <laughs> you said we're three minutes in, and you said you were going to start an instant argument. Oh, well, I'm actually four minutes in. 
Yeah, but I... Four minutes, four <laughs> seconds, actually. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we did start an instant argument, because you started arguing with the fact that you won the film quiz, so... Right, so no, this it one... was not an argument, it was just me just, d- 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 was making a statement. Of sarcasm. What was the word you were looking for that began with a D there? I don't know. I, I had it there, <laughs> and it's just... It was there, it left. All right, Stefan, yes. start an argument, my dear sir. Well, I don't know if it's going to start an argument between us, but it's certainly a good argument that's being had. Um, and it, it, I, I don't know if it's been settled yet, um, but this we can is settle it. from March 2022. So I've been sitting on this one for a couple of months. I forgot about it. So basically, when's a window not a window? I mean, isn't it? it isn't the traditional joke when's a window not a window when it's a door? Right, yes, but it's not a joke. This is a genuine thing. So when's a window not a window? When's a window not a window? Uh, well, there's the thing, because if you say when it doesn't have glass in it, that's technically wrong, because a lot of medieval windows didn't have it, and a lot of Victorian period windows didn't have it. Yeah. I would say, it. I would say yes, it's, as Jay says, when, when no light can penetrate through, because, well, okay, because, so you... because stained glass is a window, but right. you can't really see through it. So I'm going to say go. when light cannot penetrate through, when it is a solid object yeah. that light cannot penetrate. So you said, so when light can't pass through, Jay said when you can't see through it. So Jay's definition of stained glass window isn't a window because you can't see out, and neither is a frosted glass window. No, but you can still see some sort of object in the distance between the, the planes. You can look out All a right, stained so... glass window, and you can look out a frosted window, but you can see silhouettes. I mean, right. if 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 you if the really close to the window, and if the light is right, you can see silhouettes. But that's like best best looking conditions. Like McMahon Grana's house used to have a stained glass window at the toilet, and the only time you could ever see if anybody was outside is if they were stood at the fucking window, which was why. Well, who was standing at the window watching you on the toilet? It's because they had a Wait, fucking flower. It's it's because on the outside of the house they had a flower pot just underneath the window. So it was whoever was doing the flower pot. So in this episode, we find out that Carol cannot watch Bill and Ben, the flower pot men, when he's having a because he's near a stained glass window having a piss. What? Honestly, though, I I do love stained glass. I love church stained glass windows. Like proper stained glass windows are absolutely fantastic. But some of them are fucking bonkers. But yes, my definition is. When light can't pass through. Our international viewers aren't going to get that flower pot men joke, by the way, Jay. But just to add to it, next time, next time Kyle's in a pub toilet, I'm just going to run in and go, weed! <laughs> <laughs> Bill and Ben, the flower pot men. <laughs> right, so, Bewley's Cafe on Grafton Street in Dublin. Right. It's just going to be the same right. kind of stupid in-head argument of how many doors and wheels now are in the world. Oh, this is a court case, mate. This isn't just an argument. <laughs> this went to court. Oh, this went to court. <laughs> this this feels like the type of court case that should have happened in the medieval ages when someone just cut a hole in a house and went, yep, that's a window. But it doesn't have any... That's a window. <laughs> right, so... um, So, basically, it's over 100 year old, this cafe, and everybody loves it. It's like a hotspot in Dublin. Um, it's called Bewley's Cafe. Um, and there was a lot of people were Irish. kind of taken back when it was threatened that it was going to be closed. Uh, so the building, right, is uh, in an existential threat 
because there's a plan to sell six large stained glass windows in the main coffee hall in a dispute over rent. Right? Now I'm going to see what side of the fence you sit on. So I'm going to read through it and we're going to talk through it. Okay. So, long considered the jewel in the coffee hall's crown, they were designed in 1927 by Harry Clark, who was regarded as one of Ireland's leading symbolist artists and the country's finest ever stained glass window artist. Right. What? Which cafe was this, sorry? Bewley's Cafe. How do you spell Bewley? B-E-W-L-E-Y. Why are you looking for a picture? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. So I can put it up on screen, but continue on, please. Start making like files, like zip files, and sending them to Kyle. But like, just label them. <gasps> oh, that is a sexy fucking bitch. Until, Kyle, get um, off that. Get off that and go back on the windows. Comes up. <laughs> Oh man, that is fucking. Don't click on the pop up. Right, okay. Um, please continue. <laughs> um, so the six il- windows illustrate the four orders of architecture shown Doric, Corinthian, uh, Ionic, and composite columns adorned and topped by vases of flowers, and two other decorative glassworks added to the second wall in a commission by the original Bewley family owner. Right? Now, the question is to whether the windows are windows or if they're decorative panels, which can be removed altogether. And it's now at high court. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but if it's... Right, it's not just attached to the wall, it's attached to the wall in such a way that if you removed it, there would be a hole in said wall, and light protrudes through. You're sounding like case... the landlord. <laughs> Well, no, th- there's the thing, like, if you were to, rem- if you were to remove a-, a window and it would, if you were to remove it and it leaves a hole in the wall so it's exposed to the outside and light is protruding to it while it was there, it is a window. If it was an art panel or something, then you would be able to remove it from the wall and the wall would still have a wall behind it. It would still have some structure behind it so that you're not just immediately going out into the outside. So you're... Yeah, that's a point. Kyle does have a point, but the, the tenants Aren't are arguing like, that they are movable it, artworks and not windows. If you move a glass a stained window and there's a massive fuck off hole in the wall, then it's it's a window. I mean, te- technically, it is movable, but it requires you removing the window, then moving all of the bricks and stonework from where you're planning to put it next into that hole, and then putting the window there. So it is movable, but it'll probably take a few months. Can I just point out, Kyle, that I'm not just planning to move it to a different wall. That's not the point here. I know, but like th- this is the whole thing. Like, if, if that would be the only way in which you could say it was movable is if they, they were saying, right, we can move it to a different wall, we'll just remove the stone from that section, fill up that section where, where right. it was, and then we can put, the, put it this there. Was... But that would be the only way that that would work. I, th- I think I've got a solution to this um, high court case, which proves that they should not have took it to fucking court in the first place. I mean, everything gets taken to court nowadays. Nothing should be in court that is actually See, Ky- Kyle's siding with the owners, but when I read further down, the owners are a bit cunty and he might change his mind. Because I was straight away, I was like, these are windows. And then when I read it, I was like, you know what, this is art. <laughs> well, the there's, there's the thing, because by definition, stained glass windows are art and window, because they are a window and they do have a function, but they are also art. So all you need to do is make sure... But the stained glass window has something behind it. 
like an actual window behind it, and then it's no longer the window because it's a panel on a window. Right. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that because the owners, I don't know, but Jay. Right. If you Google window, oh, open an indoor wall or roof of a building or vehicle fitted with glass and a frame to emit light or air and allow people to see out. A plate of glass fitted filling in a window. A transparent panel on an envelope to show an address. Right, so it's not a window because it's not in a vehicle and it's not in an envelope from your definition there. <laughs> yeah, but it's in a fucking hole in a wall, isn't it? Yeah, no, but you didn't say that. You said uh, it's on the side or roof of a vehicle. No, I said, I said an <laughs> opening in the wall or roof of a building or a vehicle. All oh, right, okay. You, I, I don't know if it's just for me, but you cut when you said building, so it just yeah, said of a vehicle. <laughs> you did. You just said of a vehicle. But honestly, I think we've accidentally found a way that the people in the cafe can win against the owners here, and that's basically by getting a window installed behind the stained glass window so that it is no longer the window, it is a panel covering the window. Right, so, I'll read on. So, RGRE, which is a development group that is owned by Irish developer Johnny Ronan uh, and the building owners, have rejected the argument and are in court seeking a declaration to give legal effect to their argument that the windows are an integral part of the structure, that they cannot be removed or sold separately. So, on Kyle's side of the argument at the minute. Which, I mean, it is a beautiful piece of art. I would agree, they are art, but it's yeah. also functional. Can we just point out, it doesn't even look like a window. It legit looks like just a pin. It looks like some, it looks like they want, like, out of church. No, Maybe that's better than that mosaic bullshit. Like a dog in a Jay, that's not... Jay, I'm sorry. That's, that's not contributing... The, it is contributing because like, you'd argue I, not sing. I, it is. This is my argument. <laughs> but your argument's disingable, right? So uh, the dispute appears to be one of the strangest that have emerged in the wake of the pandemic, because it was uh, just after the pandemic was dying off and everything was getting back normal that this started. Um. But yeah, so it 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 says it has its roots in a longer term issue of basically living costs and everything going up in Ireland, the same as it is here. So as a tenant, Bewley's was required to pay 1.4 million euros or about 1.18 million pounds in British a year uh, as the result of a series of upward rent reviews. And last year uh, asked for this to be they asked for this to be reduced to 300,000 euros or 10 percent if of sales. Uh, whichever one was higher. Um, Bewley's all pro- also proposed selling the windows, which have been valued at over a million euros, uh, to parent to the parent company to cover some of the rent going forward, arguing the windows are not windows, but decorative panels and therefore removable chattels. Uh, to protect the heritage, Bewley's proposed that the parent company would then donate the windows to the state, which enraged the owner further. RGRA, which is the development group, has rejected the arguments. In court papers, Roy Williams, the chief exec of RGRA, said the company would not dream of removing the panels and insisted that they were part of the structure of the premises. Bewley's, he said, cannot try and sell us what we already own. Right? His company claimed that the seemingly altruistic gesture to sell and then donate the panels to the state would essentially leave the taxpayer out of pocket as donations of heritage items attract a tax credit of 80%. 
RGRA is now seeking a court declaration that the Henry Clark windows were part of the structure and cannot be removed, sold or donated to the state. Over several days, witnesses were cross-examined on hinges, brass hopper mechanisms, sashes, and the question of whether Henry Clark would have overseen the joinery work relating to the structures of it or not. Well, it doesn't matter. If, if it is attached to the bill, you can add windows later, depending on, and just put it in after the building's already been there. You can replace the windows. That does not mean the window that the window that you have used to replace the old one is not a window. It just means it is a fucking replacement. <coughs> like, if if I was to replace my window here with a stained glass window, it would still be a fucking window. Yeah. So, uh, expert witnesses were questioned about weathering of the windows, smoke and odours, smell and air from the food area, and the genesis of the stained glass artwork. Uh, was it the case that the clear glass was originally swapped for the Henry Clark panels? So, I were they swapped out for original windows? Or whether there were originally two layers. So they're now, they're arguing, the building's owners are saying, these are part of the building. You can't sell with them. We bought the building. They're ours, right? Yeah. And they are windows because the original glass was taken out and these were put in. The people who own, right, so the, the, it, it's worth noting that Bewley's Cafe was owned by the Bewley's family. It so... was then, the building was sold. So their argument is they sold them the building. They did not sell them the artwork. These are removable chattels. And originally, there was a pane of glass on the outside. There was two panes of glass. The innermost so, pane of glass was removed and the artwork put up. And then their argument is then since the outside panes have become damaged, and that's why they're not there at the moment. Right, okay. So it is. it was basically my idea of yes. it's the, the outside one is the window and then that's yes. a panel over the window. So that's what they're arguing. Yeah. I mean, if they manage to find evidence for that, good on them, because that, that would make sense, especially for a stained glass. I wouldn't be surprised if they actually did that, because to protect a stained glass window, you would probably encase it in between two other bits of glass just to keep it safe. Well, 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 so what I'm getting of this is like the bordered with the windows in. So Are this is what happened. That, like, the original right. landlord wanted the windows back, so he wants right, to remove them. I'll, right, so this is what no, happened. No, it's... Um, it's well, hold on, because I'll explain, because it is quite complicated, it's quite convoluted, but, right, I'm I'm the Bewley family, I found this cafe, I buy the building, it's mine, right? Yes. Kyle, you're my, like, grandson, right? Yeah. Jordan, you're the guy who buys the building off Kyle, so this is what happens. I, fa- I buy a building, I make it into a cafe, it becomes one of the most famous cafes, it's making a lot of money, and then what happens is, at some point, I get the best stained glass artist ever in Ireland at the time, Right to come, this Henry Clark and do us four beautiful windows for the for the frames, and I, I believe two of them are either on a different wall. I don't know whether it's an internal wall or they are removable. I'm not sure. It does say that there's stuff hanging on like the chandeliers that are small glass panes about this. Yeah, that are also Henry Clark's. They are removable, so they've got them. Yeah. Now what happens is after a while, I start a struggle, or my so the generation in between us, Jay. So Jay is my son. He kind of falls into debt with it. He's got no option but to sell it. Jordan comes along and buys it off Jay, right? As Jay's like an old man. He's in his 50s or whatever. Jordan buys it off Jay, right? Um, But what happens is he buys the building as part of a... a, a, He's like a property development group. So he buys it off Jay, but he charges him quite a bit of rent. But every year, Jordan charges him more and more and more and more rent until he says, and then the pandemic comes and he, Jordan's still charging him rent, even though he can't trade because everywhere's shut. 
So Jay is down millions for that year. And Jordan says, well, he owes 1.4 million worth of rent, so pay it or get out. Right? Uh, sorry, at this point, it's been handed over to you, so the grandson. So the generation before you sold it, but what happened was it was originally in your family. So me, I was the one that commissioned the artwork to get it put in in the first place, and it was art. It was regarded as art. So your argument is that when Jay sold the building to Jordan, Jordan bought the building, but he did not buy that art. Jordan should have had glass panes put in and the art should have been removed. So the window has still belonged to you because I bought it, so it's been handed down to you. So what you're saying now is, right, fair enough, the windows are mine, they're not yours, so you can piss off, but to cover the cost of the rent that I owe you, instead of chucking us out, instead of saying I owe you this much rent, I will donate, so not even take them out, I will donate them to the state, right? Yeah. So what would happen is you would donate them to the state. Then the state would, as an as a gesture, would own them, but would donate them to the cafe. So they would stay where they are. Yeah? Jay's just vanished. I know, and it's really inconvenient. So that's know. what so that's what you're that's what no, I, I, I do I do get it, and I, I know that they're they're arguing that originally there was two sets of windows like that, and what they've done is they've removed one of the sets and put the and put the stained glass window yes in yeah and then that means there was still an outside one, and they're arguing the outside one is the actual window. This is just a bit of artwork over the window, yes. but over time the outside one deteriorated to a point where they're no longer there, so that yes. was just left being the window and being because, an acting window. Yes, and because I commissioned the artwork, it's your artwork because it's in the family. It got handed down. Yes, right. Jordan is saying that's bullshit, mate. There's only ever been one window. You took the window out, and you put that in, therefore it became a window. When I bought the bought the building, it was part of it. Awesome. Uh, it's Jay says he Jay says Barry died. Won't charge on the mains. He's listening on Facebook, so uh, Jay will be joining in with the chat a bit, but he won't be back on voice as far as my way. Oh, well, if you can get his phone to work, he can join with audio. Yeah, get your ass on here, Jay. You're listening on Facebook. <laughs> just get your ass on restream on your phone. Come on, do it. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. We're just gonna bully, bully him. Do it do now. It. <laughs> So where do you so now? Where do you sit? There's the thing because because <laughs> I I thought of the idea before you said it of having a window on the outside. So if the, if they managed to prove that there was in fact a window on the outside, then I side with the tenant. If if they do manage to in fact say yay and, and, and prove that there is a wi- there was a window on the outside the stained glass. The stained glass is not the window, but the artwork in front of it. But due to deterioration, the original window was taken out, and the stained glass is acting window. Then yes. that would mean that the landlord would have to fix the outside window, the actual window, and replace it. In which case, it's the tenant side because the those bits of art do belong to them. But if they can't manage to prove that there was an outside bit of glass there, then the stained glass was acting as the was the window if there wasn't a bit of glass on the outside of it. So right. it all it all hinges on if there was a window on the outside of the stained glass on the outside of the building, or if there wasn't. Because if there was, then the stained glass wasn't the window; it was the bit of art. If there what if there wasn't a outside window, then the stained glass 
was in fact the actual window because it was the one sealing the building. Right, I, I agree that it depends. I agree that it hinges on on something, but I disagree on what that is. Hello, Jay. He's got a face and everything. Uh-huh. I know, it's amazing. Jay, uh, have you, you've been able to listen, yeah? So where do you sit on this argument? Right, it's, in all fairness, they should have took the window out before they sold the property. Okay, so this, so I'll say it now because I was, I was going to ask Jordan, but I'll say just before I speak to Jordan, what what I was going to say to you was, I agree it depends. I don't think it matters whether there was a pane of glass on the outside or not, to be honest. What I think it depended on, as Jay said, is if I own it and I commission it and I, it's an artwork and it's mine, and then Jordan comes along to buy it off Jay, if Jay sees that as his artwork and that is not part of the building, he should have had them taken out then. Or he should have signed a contract to say, when we leave them, I will sell you the building, but when we leave them, stained glass windows are mine, so they will have to be replaced. Without yeah. that, you've sold them the building, and that is part of it, regardless of how many panes of glass, so it is a window. Yeah, I do sort of understand that because it it's like selling a house and say and say like selling a house and leaving some furniture in it and then coming back afterwards and saying oh, I want the furniture back, but it's technically you didn't specify that it wasn't the furniture well, of the house. So. I, 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 I disagree with that because unless you've said it's fully furnished, then that is your belongings. Well, that, it's like thing, but, it's but like if I sold my house, if I sold my house and my car was still in the garage, I'd still own the car. I didn't sell them the car. But if I sold the house and then said, but I'm taking the front door, unless I've taken the front door off and or getting you to sign something saying you need to put your own front door on because that's mine, then I have sold you the house and the door is part of the house. Yeah, Jay, turn off your vibrator. Because we can hear it every time it does it. <laughs> Good lad. So, <laughs> Jordan. Oh. <laughs> Never mind, so, everybody spoke just as he went off. I know. It just got Jay was at hand him. I know, Jay's just <laughs> <"Rrr."> <laughs> but no, I do, I do think it's an interesting <laughs> argument, but I don't know how it's managed to get to high court, because surely it should have just been settled in a local courtroom. Be, I think it's because the val because I valued it a million, so it's quite an expensive argument, if you like. It's an expensive argument, but at the same time, if they've sold the property and in order to do that, wiped out like the million pounds of rent or like, sorry, if like, they've sold the property and they've sold, probably sold the property for a couple of million or something, if if it was valued correctly at the time. So in which case, eh. But, uh, but it's worth noting though that that would have been commercial value and to me, I, I agree, but uh, I think that Say the building's worth two million at its commercial value in the structure itself. Yeah. If they are then classed as art and valued at a million, then if I'm selling that, I would ask for three million for that building because it's including the panels that are artwork. Yeah. But, but I would have had that valued and, and determined that they it, are worth that extra value before. It I sold. should it should just be looking at the deed of the thing and seeing if it's specified like if it just said the building, or if there was any sort of specification saying these windows are ours, or the fact that they didn't remove them, like you said, it, it should just have a specification. If you don't specify in the legal deed or the contract or anything, then that is a legal binding contract saying you have sold this property to this person, and that includes 
anything that you have not removed at the, at the top, like, you can't exactly... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You can't, like, to go with your thing, you, you can't ex exactly say, oh, that's my door, I'm taking that door now, after selling the house and being out of it for a while. Because I'm assuming they sold it a little while ago because they've been paying rent for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So they sold it quite a few years ago, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, in, in which case, it's sort of like you, to use your analogy, it's like you selling the house and then coming back like three years later and going and just deciding, okay, I'm going to take the front door because it's mine. Yeah, well, it's like me selling the house. Well, it's like me, so it's like me having a house selling it to you. Uh, and I, I can't afford to keep up my mortgage payment, I've, or I've, I can't afford the maintenance or whatever. So I'll sell the house to you and say, but I want to still live in it. And you go, right, okay, that's fine. And then I miss a couple of rent payments because I can't, because uh, my work, I haven't been able to go to work. So I'm on furloughed and shit. And then you're, the, the, the thing for me that makes it a difficult one is they, they still wanted the full rent. So that's it. You couldn't lean go, well, I still want the full rent. Well, okay, that's a bit no, hard because you're not working I'd... with us. I do think um, I do think and that then is me, a pretty move. Like yeah, that, and that then you go on, Yeah, and then you go and right get out, and I go right. I'll I'll sell you the door to cover the rent. You go well, no, it's my door, and me go well, I didn't sell you the door. I, I would I, to me, it would have to be removed or contracted in that it was still mine when you bought the building. Yeah, I feel like it, so it, as much as I want to side with yeah. them, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, I as much as I want, good. as much as I want to sign side with them, unless they can find in the original contract or somewhere in it a bullet point or a line saying everything but the windows or some shit like that, or like the stained glass remains in the family, anything like that. If they find anything like that, then good. But honestly, it as much as the landlord was a complete not a tosser. It does sound like the landlord's going to win this one. Yeah, because the legal the legal binding documents say he or, or he or she owns the property. Yeah, and it is part of the property because it wasn't removed. Go, going against their logic, we can legally go around and steal people's windows. Um, well, no, because no, because you have to own it in the first place. Going so in their it, logic, it, it, you it, could it, sell someone your car and then go back. And then go. You could sell someone your car, and then go a couple of weeks later. Go. Actually, I need the windscreen because I didn't sell you that. Or I need the go seat. Have you gone by the going by their logic to the extreme though? Does that mean you could buy a house, remove all of the windows, doors, and everything, and leave just an empty husk, and then sell it? Yes, but I don't think you'd get the value. <laughs> no, I don't think you would. <laughs> I don't think it'd be worth it. <laughs> no. Um, uh, have you so, ever interesting when you bought a second-hand car that that's been clearly that's clearly been left. Oh, dude, there was something in the news earlier today. It was um two people trying to scam someone out of money on the second-hand car by pouring oil in the cooling cap so that when they do did a test drive, it overheated the fucker. Mm -hmm. So they tried to get like. A quarter of the price for the for the car by saying like, "Oh no, it's got issues. It's overheating and stuff." When actually, it's perfectly fine. It's just they've they've popped the bonnet while they were inspecting the engine and chucked no, stuff down the cooling. No, no, yeah, that's so. That's it, right? So, no, it's a common thing. So, what they'll do is, uh, is they'll open. So, you're right, but you're wrong. Sorry, 
I just quickly read the tagline in the news and it, because the, they tried to do it, but the guy had a CCTV camera yes. on his garage, so it saw them. Yeah, right. So they've been doing this. This was a scam that started a few years ago. So what they'll do is, is they'll have like a, a Lucas A bottle or something that's got coolant in it. So it'll be something with a label right around so you can't really see what's in. That's yeah. got coolant in. And there'll be two of them. So me and you go look at the car. And what you'll do is we go to look at Jay's car and you, you start showing us around, you pop the bonnet and stuff like that. Then you ask a question about has it got a spare wheel or something like that or something the inside of the car or you ask about the mileage or something. And Jay takes you around to show you in the car, show you in the boot or something. Or you ask yeah. about the exhaust or you go, oh, what's this? And you ask something about the back of the car. Jay goes around to look at it and I'm now left and obviously the bonnet's covering me. So what yeah. they do is they take off the oil cap and they pour coolant in just a little bit, and then they put the cap on. Then after you take it on a test drive, it, 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 when you come back, it, when you open the thing, it'll be like milky because oil and coolant doesn't mix, and it goes like milky on top of the. That's how you tell. And then if you if you if you open your oil cap and it's like milky on the back of it, it means there's coolant in the oil, which means your head gasket's fucked. Yeah. So what they do is they go, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to pay three grand for the head gasket's fucked. I'll give you 1,500 quid. Hoping that you go, oh, no, no, I didn't realise. Oh, yeah, okay, then well, I'll take that. Knowing that it's like a £1,000 repair or a 500 quid repair, depending on the car. And then, actually, yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. They just change the oil and it's fine. Ah, awesome. Uh, the, the new the new story <laughs> that I read, it seemed to think that they were pouring oil in some sort of cooling thing. So Yeah. Yeah, it's, no, uh, it's the other way. <laughs> then, then again, it wasn't very smart. To be fair, these guys weren't very smart either because neither of them went and distracted the driver. It's just they asked him to pop the bonnet. And then while the driver was away getting paperwork or something, they both stood there at the car and poured it in. But the they looked yeah. at the CCTV camera twice and apparently <laughs> just paid no mind to it, thinking, ah, we can still get away with it, and continued on. Yeah. It's like, surely if you look up and you can see a camera staring like at you and a little red dot on it, you're going to think, uh, they might see we're doing this, so we'll just stop and move on to our next victim. Well, yeah, Kyle, you yeah, do yeah. get to shoot with people here. That's a good point. I mean, that's true. The car was apparently worth up for sale for six grand, and they were trying to get it for two grand by doing the scam. Well, since we're talking about scams... Yes, it's not too much scam. Because you've got it. all the topics in the world, and Jay is very compressed. I do. I'm just going to call him Stretch. <laughs> Stretch Armstrong. So... Sorry? Jordan. Yes? How would you burgle a house right. one. using a crowbar, a bag of sand, some dried beans and a tortoise. What? I'm just I'm confused sure about tortoise. You, I'm sure you've asked me this before. I have off air, and we've kind of discussed it, but then I canned it because I wanted to talk about it on here. Yeah, so I never found out the actual answer because you realised you could do it on air. Yeah. Fuck. Hmm. <laughs> so what were the ingredients again? A uh, crowbar, yeah. A bag of sand, uh -huh. some dried beans, uh -huh. and a tortoise. I kind of have an idea, but I don't know if it's right. I can tell you the the full kit if you want. 
Yeah, well, go on, go on then, if you have an idea. My idea is go for a house that has a dog flap, a doggy flap. Yeah. Use the beans. Can I just stop you there? This was right. in medieval times. This was in medieval times. <laughs> yeah. okay. No, not medieval. Does it have anything to do with, like, guard dogs? I'm not giving you that. I just want to know what your initial thoughts are. My thoughts are distract the dogs with the tortoises and the beans and use you the sand. You, and you, use, use the sand as, like, put it down on the door so you, like, put it down at stages so you can tell if someone's coming or something type thing so you can see, I don't know, maybe. But what? Hold on. You no. You've broken into their house. What? So right. If you break into somewhere, so I break into your house and you're asleep upstairs, right? I break in downstairs and leave a trail of sand so that I can tell if someone's came in. I'm only determining one of two things. One is if you've already seen me and then left the house, in which case you've walked past us and I know that. Or two, if someone else is breaking into the house that I've broken into, in which case it doesn't matter. It's not my house. Well, no, it's like put it behind the door, and it, it's like a dis- displacement thing. It's it's sort of like you you put behind the door, and then you go and do your thing. And if you come back and have managed to stay undetected, and you see that the door has been open and stuff, it means there might be someone patrolling. So watch out in that area. Okay. So it's like an it's like an alert for you, but it's a sneaky one that they wouldn't think think of. And I'm so I'm work. Basically, my principle is use the tortoise to distract any sort of god do- god dogs type thing. And then sneak in and use the crowbar to break in. Jay, have you got any ideas? I used a tortoise as a uh, as a deadly weapon. <laughs> so you're gonna you like ninja stars the tortoise and people. Mm-hmm. You're burgling. You don't want to attract attention. So you're using the tortoise as an emergency weapon, even though you've got a crowbar. In all fairness, if they're sleeping bed, yeah, I had a crowbar like scraping off wherever I got, like if a belt buckle or something. If a tortoise, tortoise are quite silent. Unless it's next to a shoe. Hold on, are you saying give the tortoise the crowbar because he's quieter? No, no, no. Just hold <laughs> the tortoise, go to him when they're sleeping bed and smack him over the head of the tortoise shell. I mean, I feel like okay, you would Jay, still... Jay, yes, I was, hold on. Would... I'm, I'm sorry, Kyle, before you even speak, Jay's logic is that crowbars make a noise because he hear them scratch. Tortoises are pretty much silent when they're moving. Either way, he's going to carry a crowbar or a tortoise, carry it, where it's not touching anything and neither are making a noise, up to a bedroom where he's going to hit them with the tortoise because it's quieter. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, Jay, but unless you're dragging the fucking crowbar on the floor, in which case you're the world's worst burglar. <laughs> fucking, fucking horror film style, dragging it along and you just hear <laughs> across the thing. You wake up and look at me standing in the doorway with a crowbar and Jay just hits him with the tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so do you want the full kit? Go on, then. The full yes, pitch. please. Actually, so, Jordan hasn't answered yet. Jordan, what do you think? Well, of do you have anything to add? I'm still thinking. Jordan's just confused at the tours. <laughs> right, <laughs> so it's the Banu Sasan, right? Which is a group of burglars, ports, and rogues. I don't know what ports got in there, but... <laughs> Gotta get um, your name up there somehow. The, the yeah. calling card, they leave a bit of poetry where they've taken that item from. <laughs> so the Banu Sasan was a group of thieves that used a highly specialised set of equipment to break into houses and steal people's possessions. Um, it's a medieval Muslim brotherhood of burglars. Right now, the full toolkit that they used to they used to carry was right. The Banu Sasan, oh sorry, was a group of rogues, vagabonds, wandering ports, and outright criminals. 
broke and entered using a kit that included. Hold on, before you before you fucking start, vagabonds. Yes, vagabonds. Oh, vagabonds. I'm not letting you get away with vagabonds. Yeah, fuck you. Broke and entered using a kit that included a crowbar, a candle, some steel light. bread. I can understand the candle. Some steel light, bread. Light. Uh, dried beans, an iron spike, a drill, a stick for the cloth on the end of it, a bag of sand, and crucially, a tortoise. Did they leave the torch behind to say it was a torch that burgled them? (laughs) They couldn't get away in time. (laughs) (laughs) I can understand some of them, because you've got a few different uses for the candle, you've got a few different uses for the sign, you've got a few different uses that you can have for a stick with a cloth on the end of it, because you can use it to try and lift keys and stuff like that and make it as silent as possible. Yeah. But honestly... The like the only thing I can think of as a use for the tortoise is distraction. Look, there's a tortoise. <laughs> but I don't know if tortoises enjoy the taste of beans. In which case, I would use the beans as a sort of lure, as like a trail for the tortoise to follow, so that uh, it, it like distracts by doing that. The dried beans. It's dried beans and stale bread. Dried beans could still be eaten by tortoise. I don't know what the fuck tortoises eat apart from less. Dry beans are like rocks, man. <laughs> and tortoise, tortoise, tortoises have very fucking sharp beaks. Whatever the fuck that thing's called. Snapper, twat. Yes. For all I know, they could enjoy it. They could enjoy the crunch. The same as how birds enjoy smashing into all sorts of shit. Mm. So do you want to... But I'm going to say the stick was used for like trying to silently do things such as lifting a lock or lift, like taking some keys off a wall or something. Um, I'm going to say, like honestly, the fucking beans could have just been a snack for all I fucking cared. Uh, but it was medieval you, times. You, you need a good snack when you're on a when you're on a heist. Right, so you think the beans are a snack? And what you're doing right if you need a good snack. Exactly. Snacks still, are, still bread I mean, and dried beans. Yeah, that's well, prison food. I mean, they were going to end have... up in prison if they got caught anyway, so why not? I, I always have a pocket full of sweets and snacks. Right. Yes. Right. Uh, Do you want to know the answer? It's going to be so something simple. Right. Susie on Facebook has given us an answer, and I sort of thought of this, but didn't think the ingredients would work, but it might work, so Stefan will say if she's right. Ah, oh, yes it is. <laughs> uh, no, it's not, unfortunately. It is a good... I never even thought of that, to be honest. I thought of it, but I didn't think the ingredients would work. Just cause... Sometimes, if you feed a tortoise and beans, it is combustible. Really? <laughs> Oh, I'm taking the fifth. I don't know, Kyle. Why would the tortoise become more flammable if you fed it with beans? I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm not allowed to put cardboard in a fucking room next to a PC in case beef. the PC randomly, spontaneously combusts the cardboard, but it's never going to happen in a fucking million years. Kyle's got a point, because beans give you more of a methane product. Oh, so, so you're, you're saying use the tortoise like a flamethrower, feed it loads of beans, and then just light the fart? Yes. Feed loads of beans and just... <laughs> In which case, let's go now. We don't need the tortoise. I'll just like me own farts. 
<laughs> they hearted uh, him. Like, on like a battering ram. And then I'll eat the beans to run away. Right. Uh, are you ready? <laughs> yes, please. I am ready. If the so, bean, if the beans are not used as a fucking comedy trip over by acting as marbles effect. So the first thing they're going to use is the iron spike. Understandable. Or a crowbar. So Understandable. They tunneling into houses when they could. I feel like the iron spike and crowbar could be used to remove a hinge or do something with the hinge of a door to silently remove the door or at least open the door if you couldn't dig in. Right. So they're trying to dig in. If they couldn't, they used an iron spike or an iron hand with claws to break through a house wall. Or if they thought a door would be a better way of getting in, they would use a crowbar instead. So at times they thought going through a wall was a better idea than using a door. No, no. They thought going through the wall was the best idea, but then sometimes if the door was a better option, they'd use a crowbar. When is the door ever not a better (laughs) option? The door is quieter than barging through a wall. It's all right. Just uh, let them use the iron I mean, spike also, to go through the wall. No wonder I mean, there's so many deaths in medieval times. <laughs> I mean, I can understand. Fucking houses falling I people. can understand if it's a boarded or a stone wall, and you spend like a month preparing this heist by every once in a while coming around using the iron spike to get rid of some of the seams so that you can sort of pile it up to make it look like it's still there. But then when you need to get in, remove it and go in. Yeah, but I agree. It I also agree that they've taken months. I, I also agree on the fact of if it's like, it's medieval times, so it could be like some kind of Watland door or mud or something, like like structure. Yeah. In which case, you could break through it. However, I don't think that there's any situation where that is quieter than removing a door. No. Whatever you're breaking through, if people are asleep. I think they're going to notice. No, yeah. Heavy, 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 heavy sleepers. And even I mean, the, the only time a door is a worse option than something is if there's an open window. Right. Once they had made a hole big enough to squeeze through, right, the thief would then poke a stick with a cloth on the end out of it to prevent being attacked. Stefan, these guys are doing a prison break into a building. Yeah, the prison breaking in. The prison breaking in. Also, they're putting a stick with cloth in through the wall. What do they think? Everybody's just reactory and will attack the stick as soon as they say it instead (laughs) of waiting for the hand using the stick to come through. The theory was that if someone had noticed a break-in from inside the house, which, I mean, let's be honest, they're smashing through a wall. <laughs> yeah, by now someone definitely has. They might attack with whatever came through the opening with a sword or a hammer. Therefore, the the stick prevented the thief sustaining an injury. So you're right. But it's the idea of, this wall's going to come in now, so I'm going to stand here with my sword and wait and wait, and then what's that? Bang! And then it's not an arm, it's just a stick. No, you would wait until you could see it, and then if it's a if you would wait until you see it, and you would wait, and you would see the stick come in, you would see the stick twizzle like some sort of sad comedy act. It would come out, and then you would see them try and crawl through. And depending on if they came in foot first or head first, if they came in face first, that would be hilarious because they would crawl in, and all you would see is the expression of "Oh fuck!" Uh, I, I think it's you know it's dark. There's not lights. There's still candles. Yeah, but you're not going to get up and go, ooh, I think I'm being buried, I'm going to light a candle. You're going to go over and next um, to that hole and you're going to stand in the dark waiting to take the fucking head off. Um, and I think it's just a bit of white w- cloth coming out. You just see something come out and bang. And there wasn't much air pollution back then. The moonlight actually did do a decent job of casting light. So if they had the moonlight behind them and it was showing through, you'd just be able to see. 
Hence why I said there was so many people died during the medieval times. <laughs> if, they didn't get their, if they didn't get stabbed or their heads chopped off, they got they got the plague. Uh, yeah. Moonlight wouldn't work. Do that I love how Jordan's um, concept is: if you're not going to get died by killing each other, you're going to die of natural co- of um, unnatural causes by, but, but um, diseases. Yeah. If you're not going to get died. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to get dead or died. That's what I think also, Jordan, this is 12th century Persia. Um, it was safe for the play for a few thousand years, a few hundred years. Still. <laughs> There probably was, there was probably still stuff that would kill them with disease. Yeah. America, um, take a book of the tw- of the twelfth century. It was legal to carry a sword as a sidearm. Do not carry weapon guns. Carry swords. That way, at least to take some skill to cause, kill someone, or at least so defend. Yeah, so, 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 so the Americans would feel. At least yeah, burglars yeah. broke through your wall back then as well, so you could tell when you're being burgled. You weren't just standing there going, "I'm sure I had something here before." I, I don't know where I put it. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, it was the wall. <laughs> Why is there a tortoise here? I'm sure there wasn't. A, I'm sure there wasn't a window here the other day. Yeah, I'm sure we had no. I'm sure there was no window, and no tortoise. What's happened? Why is there sand everywhere? <laughs> right. So, once the burglar knew it was safe to enter, he, he employed his partner in crime, the tortoise. So, is the tortoise being acted as bait? The tortoise, right? Hide the burglar had with him a tortoise, a flintstone, and a candle about as big as a little finger. He lights the candle, sticks it on the tortoise's back. The tortoise is then then introduced through the breach, uh, <laughs> into the house, and it crawls slowly around, illuminating the house and its contents. So now they've deployed the lamp. They've deployed a moving <laughs> lamp, which is good because if nobody reacts <laughs> to the moving lamp and blows out, then they probably know they're safe. But at the same time, they've got a lamp that will actively try to move away from them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm picking uh, up this topic is not like you can train a tortoise to be a lamp and help you burgle. <laughs> Yes, I, I thought all you, I thought you were just going to say all I'm picking up from here is I'm, I'm going to get a pet tortoise, stick a candle on. What, back, what I'm picking up from this is you have to right? take so much with you, you can't nick anything because you can't carry anything else back. It, go go um, trans, going back on ourselves. If you really really think about it, going back to a flitting phone to a tortoise with methane gas. Right, if you stuff a tortoise with beans, you and you've got a candle on its back, you've already got an ignition. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So therefore, right, a tortoise, a candle, and beans is a perfect combination to to burgle a, a house with, and a crowbar's nest just to make a hole in the wall. I mean, how many were in this group when they burgled a house at a time? Because there's so much gear here, and it's so convoluted. I feel like there must have been three or four of them. Yeah, and. I feel like the tortoise is definitely an unnecessary step when you can just have a candle on a stick. But the stick can't walk throughout the house. Yeah, you have to carry the stick. I mean, they're already carrying all the other shit. It doesn't exactly matter if they carry a stick with a torch on. No, and I'm guessing they're like they're sitting in the hole and made in the wall to put the tortoise in. The tortoise wanders around. You can then see what's over there in the dark that you couldn't see before. So this is them doing recon after breaking through the wall and hoping nobody smashes the stick to bits. Yeah, yeah, first you smash the wall, then you see if anyone's attacking you. Then when no one's attacking you, you introduce a lamp and wait an hour while it wanders around the kitchen. 
and see if there's anything worth stealing from the house that you've just broke the wall through. Yeah, and put which, and which begs, the turtle too. Which this then it then begs another question. You break in, nobody is disturbed. You send in the tortoise. There's nothing worth stealing, but your tortoise is now at a totally different place, and you have to retrieve it. Yeah. Possibly so you're going to so you're gonna have to break in anyway and possibly get away with nothing but your tortoise. Oh, also, hold on, Kyle. You're going to have to break in anyway. I think once you've made a hole in a wall, you've broken. <laughs> I know, but like you're going to have to actually go inside anyway to pick up the yeah. tortoise and then come out. Also, I, I love the phrase, deploy the tortoise. Through the breach. <laughs> deploy the tortoise through the breach. That is the best thing in the world. Oh, uh, no, sorry. He's not deployed. The tortoise is then introduced through the breach. Oh yes, the tortoise is introduced. Tortoise, I introduce you to our next target venue. Go explore. <laughs> and hopefully don't go too far away. <laughs> so once the tortoise has been set up, the burglar employed his bag of sand to check for sleeping inhabitants elsewhere in the house. So how do you do that? Sorry, I wasn't listening. What? Once the tortoise had been set up, I don't know what he'd been set up, presumably set up as the burglar so that they can get away. <laughs> I know, I love the fact that it's set up a tortoise. Yeah. Uh, the burglar employed his bag of sand to check for sleeping inhabitants elsewhere in the house. Did he just throw it in and make it make noise to see if anybody reacted to the noise? In yes, which case, I'm would... pretty sure you breaking through the wall was already noise enough. Yeah, he would throw out handfuls of sand at intervals and if no one stirred, he entered the house. Not even just the entire bag, just handful. I, I thought he was just going to lob the lob the like a sandbag, like the bean bags that we used to get in school. Aim for like a pot or something that he's seen, and just make as much noise as possible to see if anyone stirs, to no, see if anyone's in. Well, possibly aim for stuff, but basically, yeah. So smash a massive hole in the wall or rip the door off if the if the wall isn't the best option. Um. Then you said the tortoise. Yeah, well, stick through to see if you get attacked. You set the tortoise through, let him wander around a bit. After he's wandered around a bit, you throw some sand, then you wait, then you throw some sand. You do that for a bit and just see if anyone turns up. Um, then the burglar also would sometimes chew noisily on some stale bread and beans to impersonate in a cat eating a rat or mouse so as not to alarm any sleeping person in the house. So the so if anybody does wake <laughs> up, you're going to be greeted with... And they're gonna, and they're apparently going to assume it's a cat or something eating a mouse or some dried food or something. You know, and not someone me. who's done through all this shit. Sorry, Jay. You know, this astonishes me about this whole concept. What? It's that like, like some fucker had to go through a lot of trial and error for this. Yeah, yeah somebody the system. Hold on, I wonder if somebody smashed the wall. Sent in the tortoise, uh, smashed the wall, sent in a stick, didn't get attacked, <laughs> sent in the tortoise, let him wander around, hide some sand around, and then wandered upstairs and got beat the shit out of because somebody got up because they thought they heard a rat. <laughs> yeah, um, like, what was the deduction here? Did they have so many... <laughs> there must have been failed attempts at each stage. Like, w there must have been a reason why they deployed the stick. There must have been a reason why they deployed the tortoise. Maybe they did it in a separate order, and they broke through the wall and then deployed the tortoise the first time, and the tortoise got smashed a bit. So then they decided, <laughs> okay, we need to save for we need to save for tortoise because they're expensive, so we're going to use a stick now. And then the and then the the managed to get away with that, but then the as as they came through the wall, they made too much noise and got found. 
I've got good news and bad news. What's the bad news? We got burgled. What's the good news? I killed Michelangelo, but I don't know where the other three's gone. <laughs> <laughs> what's the good news? What's the, sorry? What's the bad news? We got burgled. What's the good news? Turtle soup. <laughs> yes, Jay. Can I make turtle soup if we burgle someone first? No, 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 no. She refused to eat fucking fish and seafood like a man. I will eat fish. How many times do I have to go through this? I'm just not eating snots that come in the sea. You refuse to go to that uh, very nice restaurant from the other week. You refuse to eat... Turtles live in the water and they're in a shell. They are shellfish. If you want me to eat shellfish, cook a turtle. Yeah, exactly. He's got you there. Not snots, right? <laughs> you just can't go around eating shellfish. Not shellfish. What? You can't go around eating turtles and tortoises. Because Why not? Did I say so? Also, can, Jay, you can, wouldn't be part of the gluttons club, would you? Can can we just one thing I've learned from this? One, I don't know if Jordan's trying to turn his camera off to stop us seeing the people <laughs> going always oh, on, but he's failing. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. He but, turned it off on the way there. They're off on the way. Yeah, and and two, um, we're just giving Stefan soldiers because he's now got a, a goat army, an air force of geese. Uh, the special forces of honey badgers, and now he's got the burglars of tortoises. I've got they're the spies. They're the spies. You've got spies of tortoises. They say you can't eat your own your own people. Who can't? You. Why? Because I'm saying so. I'm I mean, it, I mean, it would save on infantry costs. Gee, I'm, I'm a, I'll wait until after this. I'm going to make you a cake, Jay. Make us a cake. I'm gonna make you a cake. What kind of cake? It's egg. Just a cake. <laughs> it's gonna be an egg cake. I'll just send you the cake. I'll make it. Oh fucking hell! What's this cake? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I knew it was gonna be something. <laughs> Why is it in a school cake as well, man? I don't know, man. I don't even know what's going on there. Oh. So, yeah, that's how they uh, broke in. One second. Oh, 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 oh. What? That's it. Wait. That's how it. That's left. how it. That's how it ends. So, so after they've chewed loudly to try not to disturb someone, they just fucking leave. Well, no, they stole things and then left. So there'd yeah, be a few of them that sent in the tortoise bloody blah, blah, blah. One of them would, like, scatter the do sand, see if anyone reacted. Once they were in, somebody would, I'm assuming, go and stand near the room where people were sleeping and just chew with things so that they thought it was rats while the other people burgled and then they fucked off. Fair enough. The, that is... It's so convoluted, considering the windows and doors of those times weren't that secure. They went through the wall... I know. Why did they go through the wall? Because they were idiots. Also, if they I'll need have to you light know a... that they were put. If they need to light idiots. a torch, if they need to light a torch to see what's in the room, <laughs> surely someone in the house would have to light a torch. Therefore, you would be able to see when they're coming because you would see torchlight approaching. Um, you say that, but. When I'm at home, I if I get up through the night, I walk around completely in the pitch black because I don't need the light. I know where everything is, and I don't need the light, and I don't walk in anything because it's my house. So I don't think you would need to light your torch. You go downstairs and just attack whatever's moving. 
and you'd kind of see a vague shape moving in the dark. You'd definitely see a tortoise wandering on with a candle on its back. I can't do that because <laughs> if I wander around in the dark, even if I know the house off by heart, I just see random shapes appear. So I can't fucking do it because I just I, I get lost because I just see stuff. <laughs> right, you've got to turn off the voices in your head before you before you set off. I can't. The voices <laughs> that's a, that's in my a, head. That's a pro tip. <laughs> hey, speaking of the voices in your head, one of them's just returned. <laughs> I know. You can't do that. It's just basically a Scotch, a Scotch cake. <laughs> Scotch egg cake. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I like the fact that that's how you came back in. You you left, got infuriated by the cake that will kill you, and came back just going, it's a Scotch egg and a cake. Uh, Kyle, I do want to just make known for the record that not all 73 of my tabs are podcast um topics because i do i've just scrolled past the one that i didn't know i had which is how to restore old books some of them are just random interests or research so how to restore <laughs> old books that was when we were talking about stuff and i was making yeah. my poetry book and it that was. was over a year ago yeah but i know how to restore old books why have you got it still because when you mention something i'm interested and then i research it and i want to know how to do it what it was over a year ago, bookmark it or something, man. Well, what if I need a book restored? I doubt you're going to need a book restored in a hurry. It's not a thing that you can do in a hurry. I didn't say it was hurried. Dear God. You seriously got 73 in that tabs open. Well, I've got less now. <sighs> Should we stay on crime? You're the bane of every IT guy's life. Should we stay on crime? Actually, no. Sorry, Jay what? is the bane of every IT guy's life because he never updates. Whoa. Somehow we've managed to hit that hour mark. In all Watch fairness, it. mate, you don't need to update um, constant updates on a Mac. You don't, but it fucking helps, especially when you don't update in the new year and then discover you've got malware on your system because you haven't updated. Yeah, but like with a Mac, I can I can like just leave it to update overnight on its own, without it ruining any productivity I'm trying to do when I come. You laptop. can do that with Windows as well. It's just you haven't really? fucking told it to. It is, it, guys. It is. Thank you. Can we continue to talk about crime? <laughs> J is a fucking crime. Yes. <laughs> so this is from 2012. Right, March right, okay. 2012. So ten years ago. U.S. Homeland Security agents arrested Jasmine Clare, who was age 20, outside a hotel along the northwest tip of Washington State in late December. The woman was charged with plotting to transport cocaine from the United States to Canada. Right? The authorities found her sitting inside a vehicle with the license plate S-M-U-G-L-E-R. Really? Outside of a hotel named the Smugglers Inn. <laughs> really? <laughs> this just proves how much hiding in plain sight. No, perfect. No, no. <laughs> this isn't how thick it is, Jordan. This is if me and Stefan got into a smuggling business and decided, let's see how obvious we can make it before we get caught. This is us fucking with people. That's not as bad as that program. What was it? Hunted and the, the when the, someone hiding hid in their own home. I mean, to be fair, that's fucking smart because they checked your home once. They're not. They're probably not going to come back anytime soon. To check uh, again. Not, or at least that was the logic applied. It's not their home. It's just a hotel. They pulled them outside the smugglers in. 
No, no, but uh, the thing Jordan was saying. Actually, yeah. that's a thing. If if you went on the Hunter TV show, could you just hide in your loft? Like, no, when, when, when they leave, just away. go and hide in the loft. They wouldn't check the loft. In all fairness, Hunter is coming back for the next season, so try it. Okay. I wouldn't get accepted. Well, I should I do w- it. I wouldn't get the time off work, actually. Imagine that. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a group effort. We'll all have to try and hide together. We would be so fucked. So, that that was the Smugglers in, Right? Yes. So that, that was 2012. Then, in 2019, the Smugglers in owner was charged with trying to help seven people illegally enter Canada. How do you illegally enter Canada? You just say, hi, can I come in? And they go, hey, okay, mate. No, obviously, like, just crossing Cana- the border when they're not supposed Cana- to. Because Canadians are the nicest people in the world. Kyle, you're missing the point here. The smugglers in had, had a drug smuggler arrested outside with the license plate smuggler. Then six years later, the owner got arrested for people smuggling. I mean, yeah, why wouldn't you? It's living <laughs> up to the name. The proprietor of a U.S. border town bed and breakfast has been charged with 21 counts under the Immigration Act for in- in- inducing, aiding, or abetting seven people who attempted to Ill- illegally enter Canada. Yeah, so uh, apparently this is this thing is right on the U.S. side of the U.S.-Canadian border. Um, the guy looks like Santa Claus and he's wearing a, a beret. I almost said bidet. That's not the same thing. He's wearing a bidet would be very <laughs> difficult. Yeah. So, so this is So don't trust Santa wearing a beret. Oh also on the US in two, border. Dude, in two thousand eleven, a twenty one year old guest who was caught by the US Department of Homeland Security agents was heading to the inn with eleven kilograms of cocaine in a box. I feel like they should just have a police officer sat outside that hotel at all times. <laughs> yeah. And hope for the best. Yeah. Just Good stop enough. everybody that comes in towards it. Chances are, nine times out of ten, you're going to get lucky. <laughs> so, yeah. It, well, yeah. Apparently, there's been a lot of smuggling at the smugglers in. Yeah. No surprise. Don't blame it. At least its name's suitable. It is. I like it when a place's name is suitable. That's one of my favourite things is when you find a place where the name has a, has a meaning due to history or is a name that's relevant to the current time. Okay, since I am Horston, I will leave you with a, with a thought. Oh dear. Leave us with a thought. And that's, if you say to someone, just go to bed, you'll feel better in the morning. That's the human equivalent of did you turn it off and back on again? It really is. It is indeed. <laughs> it is indeed, and it fucking works. Not all the time. <laughs> well, it does if you turn it off for 18 hours, like Kyle. That yeah, exactly. True. That's a full reset and re-upload. It's that's a factory a, reset. Yeah, I was that's, that's a factory reset. <laughs> it's still not any quicker when it wakes up. That's why, that's why <laughs> I can't he's, wake up. He's slower every time. That's why I can't wake up. I'm going through updates. Oh, fucking hell. Well, thank you very much for listening, everyone. It has been a pleasure, and we've actually finally gone all over here, so it's been fantastic. Yeah, and Jay is going to Skype next week, but we'll try and get him on the week after. Yes. So, thank you very much. 
It has been fun. It has been pleasure. We have learned about medieval crime and the stupidity of some medieval people crime. trying to commit medieval crime. Uh, and yes, we'll leave you with that nugget of knowledge. Hopefully you've learned something here. I've learned that <laughs> apparently the new light source of Taken Off Air is going to be Tortles with candles on the back. And honey badgers yeah. in ninja suits. Boris Johnson's not going to help the country with the electricity um, energy issue. Might as well get up tortoises and put candles on the back. I wonder, so I wonder what we can do so we can have tortoises with candles to replace lights. What else can we replace? Government with skeletons. Mm-hmm. It'll fucking work better. Yeah, that'll save electricity. Cows for gas. What? Cows give a lot of gas out. Cows for Where's Also, oh, you're, you're proposing we'll trap that rather than piping gas from like under the ground. Yes, that's a good idea. What about oil? How can we? How what can we fuel? Well, fuel fossil. Well, it's burning dinosaurs, isn't it? Petrol and diesel. Yeah. I mean, we're nearly getting to, chickens. We're nearly chickens getting and to... alligators and crocodiles are technically dinosaurs. Yeah. So your plan is to burn crocodiles and alligators and chickens? Is that not a good plan? I see no problem here. (laughs) KFC could be a powerhouse for petal. KFC are the new oil magnates of our (laughs) post-apocalyptic world. Colonel Saunders (laughs) had a plan all along. He knew what he was doing. Exactly. We're going to think about this now. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll We'll see you all next week. week. Just cut out the middleman and ride a crocodile to work. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. A chicken might be harder. I'll let you deal with that one. Yeah, Uh, Kelly, you're the skinny one, so... The problem is... You you can put one on each foot and use them like shoes. (laughs) The problem is, if you get a a giant chicken and use it as a mode of transport, you can legally say you're riding a giant cock. Why is that where your head goes? <laughs> Kyle! Thank you, Warren Peasel. You are a giant cock. Uh, after, that, <laughs> after that notion. Yeah, after, <laughs> after that note, thank you for yes, listening. Bye! Bye!